Input. Output. Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output podcast, we've got two stories involving the Black Lives Matter protests. One about streetwear giant Supreme, the other about an anonymizing app. The Carlisle Group owns 50% of the streetwear brand Supreme. Carlisle also once held a minority stake in a manufacturer of tear gas used by police departments across the country. This has led to rumors linking Supreme to the tear gas used on Black Lives Matter protesters. Newswriter Ian Cervantes investigated the supposed connection for InputMag.com. Here he is reading an excerpt from his piece. As police officers across the U.S. use state-sanctioned violence against Black Lives Matter protesters, Supreme emerged as an unexpected part of the narrative on social media. The New York streetwear brand has a history of anti-establishment messaging, which is in sharp contrast to its 50% stakeholder, the Carlyle Group. The Carlyle Group is a giant corporation that manages $212 billion worth of assets. It basically buys and flips other companies for profit. They are the ultimate reseller, and they poured half a billion dollars into Supreme. Just listen to one of the founders of the Carlyle Group. His name is David Rubenstein. Explain what they do. Okay, now keep in mind, he could have explained it normally, but he chose the medium of freestyle rap. Takes a lot of brains to do what we do. Looking for a way to make some dough for you. Energy, commodity, we do it all. So pick up the phone and give us a call. Welcome back to the show, Ian. Yep. Thanks for having me. So just how evil is the Carlisle Group? (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess that really depends on how much you're against war profiteering. For the record, I am. (laughs) Yeah, so in that case, fairly evil. At Carlisle, our culture is built on promoting innovation, good citizenship, and service to our investors. I mean, they basically became what they are today through bankrolling and and flipping the defense industry in the 90s. The biggest part of that was with United Defense, which included a, a kind of notorious deal. They're supposed to do this $11 billion artillery system that ended up getting canceled, but not before spending $3 billion. So it's also a good shining example of, of government waste and specifically how absurd it is what we spend on the military here. So why is a company like the Carlyle Group interested in a brand like Supreme? I mean, first and foremost, because it's extremely valuable. I think even today, three years after the deal, it, it kind of still stands as, as the hottest brand in streetwear, if not in fashion in general. I mean, yes, basically the Carlyle Group is in the money business. They're in the acquiring businesses and, and flipping them for more money business. Protests against police brutality and racism in recent weeks. Nearly 100 law enforcement agencies use tear gas. That's according to a new analysis by The New York Times. This comes as Amnesty International has published a new report called Tear Gas, an investigation that exposes how the global trade of tear gas is fueling police human rights violations against peaceful protesters on a global scale. So the point of your article is to explore this link between Supreme and tear gas. What did you find? The association got a little out of control thanks to some misreporting and and kind of elevation on social media. People were saying that the Carlisle Group currently owns this company that still does produce tear gas for police, amongst other weapons, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. Uh, Basically, the Carlisle Group 
invested about 15 years in this company, uh, CSI. They ended up pulling out kind of quietly a few years ago. And I guess it's kind of up to people to decide how relevant that is. I'm sure the Carlyle Group would argue that that's in their past, that doesn't have to do anything now with Supreme or anything else they're doing. In that case, like that would erase everything they've ever done, which I go into with the defense industry, as well as some pretty shady shit with some nursing homes. So yeah, I think ultimately like whether or not they're doing it now is still relevant they still did profit off of tear gas which you know many people are arguing shouldn't even be used against protests that it should be a a war crime so the the question is should we boycott supreme i don't know it's a tough question it's ultimately going to be based on your own ethics you know having written this i wouldn't say i've learned anything more that criticism with Supreme going to the Carlisle Group has, has been there since it happened, and it's just kind of been renewed because of this tear gas association. But I think it's certainly something to think about, and especially right now with the protests still ongoing, you know, it's, it's another time to kind of take a step back and evaluate brand values and who you want to support with your money. You can follow Ian on Twitter at Ian underscore Cervantes. Now on to today's second story. Anonymous Camera is the perfect app for the ongoing Black Lives Matter protests. It's a compact, super offline piece of software that anonymizes faces, bodies, and voices. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is AD. I'm testing the new Anonymous Camera. They tweeted out a link to the test flight build earlier today, and that's what I'm using to record this right now. News writer Matt Willey wrote about Anonymous Camera for InputMag.com. Here he is reading an excerpt from his piece. Sometimes you need to anonymize more than just a face. Anonymous Camera also gives users the option of blurring out a person's entire body. You can also use the app to record audio with real-time distortion to protect the anonymity of a person's voice, too. Welcome back to the show, Matt. Thanks, Mark. When it comes to recording protests, why is an app like Anonymous Camera so important? So in the past, specifically with the Ferguson protests, we've seen a lot of reports of protesters either mysteriously disappearing or in some instances even turning up dead. Another activist connected to the uprising in Ferguson, Missouri, following the shooting death of teenager Mike Brown by police has been found dead. Because of those things, with the current protests, people have been very on top of protecting the identity of themselves and their fellow protesters. It's really just a preventative measure to make sure that everybody is safe. And how does it work exactly? This app in particular is unique in that it does all of its processing in your phone itself. So it's not sending anything to the cloud or back to any company. You take a photo or a video or even just audio and it can help blur out or distort just using machine learning. And then you can post those clips to social media without fear of people being recognized. Is that the idea? Right, exactly. So social media has become really important with these protests because it's helped spread awareness of not just the protests themselves, but the way that the police are responding to those protests. And that's been really important in, you know, building a movement and continuing those protests. So we want to be able to keep posting pictures and videos of these enormous protests that are happening, 
but we want to be able to protect people's identities at the same time. So, you know, the, this kind of app is perfect because you don't have to worry about, you know, taking hours and hours to blur out everyone's faces or worry when you get home about having to make changes to those photos. You can just post them and go. You know, it, it does everything for you. And who's behind this app? So this app was created by a company called Playground AI. They actually didn't create the app around the current protests. They were thinking of journalists covering LGBT persecution, specifically in the United Arab Emirates when they were making the app. But the timing ended up being just perfect. And that's why they ended up releasing it now. Have you seen videos that have been made using this app? I've only seen the demo videos. They have quite a few on their website. And I mean, everything that they've shown off has been very impressive in the way that it can track bodies and blur things out automatically. And are there any other uses you could think of for this beyond protests? Yeah, I definitely think the creator's original use, which was for journalists, could be very important. I think in particular, the voice distortion feature, which again, works in real time, could be very helpful for conducting interviews with sources who would prefer to remain anonymous. Same thing with video. And, you know, I think journalists will be able to use this quite a bit. You can follow Matt on Twitter at DogsAddy, and I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of technology and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on your smart speaker or whichever podcast app you use. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.